Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. Now, it's time for me to confess. Oh boy, it's really fun. I got a letter dated Wednesday, November 18, 1981, unsigned. <laughs> Dear Pastor Chuck, hello. Now, when you get a letter that's not signed and it starts, hello, you got something to watch out for right away. So hang on. This is an interesting letter. The group of men from our class meet each Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. in Fullerton to discuss and pray over some of the many choices involved in being husbands, friends, employees, and so forth, from a Christian point of view. As a matter of fact, just today, we saw someone make a definite conscious decision as two of us drove from La Habra to Fullerton for our weekly time together. I'll set the scene. After setting our alarms at what we thought was plenty early to allow time to shower and shave and take out the trash before leaving, we found ourselves late. Well, after meeting at my friend's house to share a ride, we headed down Harbor Boulevard towards Fullerton. Late and probably going a little too fast. Yep, you guessed it. Good old Murphy caught us. You know, he's the guy that said, if a traffic light can change when you're late, it will. Using the time to tuck in our shirts and comb our hair, we suddenly noticed a small, white, soft-shelled insect of a car headed up Brea Boulevard from west of Harbor, also caught in the same exact predicament, stuck at the light. The surprisingly familiar face inside looked rushed, yet willing to wait it out. All of a sudden, the driver's head, <laughs> almost as if powered by an outside force, furtively and daringly glanced right, then left. <laughs> then into the rear view mirror and whoosh, right through the light. Brother, was that who I thought it was running the red light? If you thought it was who I thought it was, then who you thought it was was exactly who I thought it was. What shall we do? <laughs> it just so happens that the same two of us who observed the crime, the crime, they said, breakfast together every Wednesday at 8 a.m. after our small group at Randy's Coffee Shop, uh, we meet for, for breakfast. It says we felt that if certain, that certain individual who drives the white, soft-shelled insect would show up for breakfast on either Wednesday, November 25, 81, or Wednesday, December 2, 81, at 8 a.m. at Randy's Coffee Shop, we could avoid the whole media smear. <laughs> well, um, I want you to know, don't applaud that letter. That's a, that's a, I want you to know that I showed up and I met those Pharisees face to face. I wore, a little, I wore a little sign on my, on my lapel. It said, guilty as charged, big red letters. And then on the inside, it read, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Signed, Jesus. That is Christian blackmail. I want you to know that that happened. I mean, and there we sat. You know, it's a funny thing. Uh, you'd love to know who wrote the letter, I know. That was crazy. I really was accountable of those guys, and I appreciated their honesty. 
sticking pins in their dolls at my home now that I know. Ah, they are great guys. We all get tempted to do things we shouldn't, even pastors. That's why we need each other. Friendship accountability helps us to live wisely before God. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. That's L-I-F-E-T-R-A-C. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet. The preceding Lifetrack presentation was brought to you by Insight for Living Canada. The original message, The Necessity of Accountability, was copyrighted in 1981 and this Lifetrack sound recording was copyrighted in 2014 by Charles R. Swindoll Incorporated. All rights are reserved worldwide.